When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dwayne's Board. Dwayne's Board for Brick Lane Brewing. Brick Lane's One Love Pale Ale. The taste of summer. Brick Lane Brewing. Find it at all good bottle shops. And if you want to drop down and see the team at Brick Lane Brewing, they're at Queen Vic Market right next to uh, where you can buy your fresh produce. And uh, that's exactly what they do for their kitchen. Great to have your company wherever you're listening around the planet. We'll head back to your calls as well very shortly on that open line. So put that number in your phone and we'll get back to you in about uh, seven or eight minutes after Brett Phillips has been good enough to join us, that number one three hundred seven three six seven three six. But this is grand final week for BP. It's uh, it's the second week of the Oz Open, and uh, he's going to have a big smile on his face again, no doubt. Welcome to you, Brett. Great to have you on. No, always good to chat, uh, Dwayne. Uh, beautiful day in Melbourne, the hottest um, we've certainly seen. And, yeah, crowds have been terrific. It's yeah, nice to come here as my uh, second home uh, each day for you know, the two weeks of January. And uh, the cricket's been going gangbusters ratings-wise, but the tennis has been beating it the last couple of nights. So the big bash, uh, the, the tennis has been beating the big bash, which is an interesting one for me to hear. I'm curious to know uh, why they haven't put Djokovic on tonight. Does he not, is it, is it nothing to do with ratings as to the way they set up the draw, or uh, is it just a, a, a better opportunity to have Yannick Sinner and, and Rublev on tonight instead of Djokovic? Uh, Talk me through the ratings firstly. There's been plenty of people at yep. the event and the ratings have been pretty good. Yeah, they have. Uh, and obviously, Nine have got, you know, two channels, uh, which is outstanding. They're not, they're not missing a beat there with Nine and Nine Gem. And then, you know, we're getting... I mean, I've never seen crowds like it. You know, 80,000, 90,000 uh, through the gates. Uh, I mean, the precinct is set up so well that, um, you know, you've got a bit of space. Although, you know, I'm not out uh, sort of having the punters uh, experience. So one thing I do know is that, uh, you know, those outside courts where a lot of the Aussies have been, uh, you know, the, the, the queues have been a lot longer than previous years. Uh, so, they've, you know, they've done a lot to um, improve this key, uh, precinct, adding in Kia Arena and the other redevelopments. So, but even show court two and three, I mean, they they might need to increase the capacity of those, Dwayne, if they're looking to get a million people through the gates. So a lot of, a lot of those, mind you, don't always come in courtside and watch the tennis. Um, but, yeah, no, the ratings have been terrific. And just on your point about... The scheduling, um, it's an interesting one. Obviously, they try and give the players maximum time to recover. Djokovic played in the day, and Fritz played in the day on Sunday, and obviously Rublev didn't finish to, what, midnight Sunday night. Sinner was sort of twilight into night. Um, so they've given, you know, all those four competitors around about 48 hours to, you know, prepare for their matches, which means Novak backs up in the day again. That'll be the last time. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, I think, you know, this is also part of, you know, Alcaraz was prime time last night where we haven't seen him and Sinner, a bit of prime time for him. We've normally seen him during the day and these are the two you know, biggest young stars in the sport that are going to be gracing our presence for the next 20 years. But also there's lots of stakeholders in the scheduling meeting with time zones where matches are being broadcast to who are all, all paying some pretty big bucks. So everyone has a, a seat at the table. So Alcaraz beat the cricket last night, which is a bit of a surprise to me. Tomorrow night's the, the final of the cricket. So you've got the Brisbane Heat, Sydney Sixers tomorrow night up against what's probably going to be what, Alcarez and Zverev? 
Yeah, likely. Yeah, likely. Yeah. I mean, I think um, obviously people here are, are really becoming captivated with Carlos. You know, they didn't didn't mm. see him up close and personal last year. And then when he was here two years ago, he's obviously done incredible things, winning a couple of majors, rising to number one at one stage. And, you know, there, there's their chance to see him. And he's, he's going to become the box office item um, once, you know, Djokovic winds up and, you know, the end of rapper is just about near. Uh, he's going to be the number one draw card in tennis who will own uh, the prime time spot. So, yeah, get used to it, folks. Uh, this guy obviously is the superstar of the sport. So you've got it, Djokovic, for some reason, well, people have kind of forgiven him for the whole COVID thing, for those people that were upset with him. It seems like he's become the man again uh, for the people. They love him again. Is that is that the wrong way it is or is that the correct feel at the moment? Yeah, I think there's always this sort of uh, pocket of um, discontentment. Not, not, he's obviously never got everyone totally on side, but I think at the end of the day, you know, for all of us, yeah, COVID just feels like such a long time ago. It was a negative time mm. of um, you know, our existence, whether it was sports people, just us trying to go about our everyday lives. I think everyone's just wanted to move on and I actually recognise that he's an incredible tennis player, maybe the greatest we've ever seen when that's all argued down the track. So you just, you know, come along and as educated sports fans and you love watching the best be the best. And, yeah, I think as these guys get older too, I mean, there's, I think some misconceptions um, and wrongful accusations against Djokovic, the person. And, I mean, those who have got some intel into tennis would know that, you know... He's doing things at Federer and Nadal. I'm not sitting here as an unabashed uh, Djokovic fan, but he's doing some things for the betterment of the game that the other two didn't necessarily get their hands dirty with, and that's actually creating a legacy for the next generation to earn you know, better money out of the sport and to give more opportunities. So, yeah, there's lots of elements to Novak. Um, you know, the heat of the battle, we see him, you know, obviously... Um, show some displeasure at times, and that gets people. I mean, people come along and boo uh, pretty easily at anything in, in sport these days, as we know, uh, Dwayne. And some of it's a little unfair, I think, towards uh, Djokovic. But yeah, he's um, an older statesman who are enjoying um, still play at such a high level. It's an incredible level that he's playing at. Yeah, I think people are just the way I'm seeing it. He's just so damn good. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Let's enjoy this guy right now because uh, he's such a dominant force. And he's going to be a name that we talk about forever. In 50 years' time when we're playing, uh, you know, highlight reels, he'll be on them. And in 50 years' time when the Australian Open is happening, they'll talk about this guy who just couldn't, couldn't be beaten at the Australian mm-hmm. Open. It's been relative, con- relatively controversy-free as well, this Australian Open BP. Yeah, pretty much. I, um, you know, I think there was, what, some Palestinian protesters yesterday in this very yeah. batch. I, I, obviously, things going on everywhere, and you don't catch everything. Um, but generally, yes. Uh, the crowd um, etiquette situation, obviously, the tournament deciding this year that there can be more movement or more opportunities to come back into the stadium, not just at the sit-downs at the uneven games. Um, that hasn't pleased necessarily every player, but the AO's been the leader in that, and we'll, we'll see whether that sort of carries on to the other four Grand Slams as well because it can be, you know, you're paying good money and you can be sometimes sitting out there for 20 minutes while the game's going juice advantage and yeah. you're missing a lot of tennis. Um, some Players are just used to nothing and some players notice more than others. But I think if the players can get used to it because they are here to please the fans, without the fans, they haven't got the sport, that um, they want them courtside and they're just going to have to make some adjustments around that because uh, I, th- I think it's a good move that the AO have done.
So Djokovic and Taylor Fritz not far from hitting the court. Women's singles-wise, we've got Sabalenka, the second seed, who's, a, who's essentially the favourite right now, probably, although it's Coco Goff who's hitting the court now, is about to hit the court, um, the favourite in your eyes. Yeah, well, that, that would be the great final. Unfortunately, it's not going to be, with Fiontech and mm. Rebacken and knocked out. Um, these are the two informed players, but the semi's the best we're going to see of those two, and Look, I'm loving what Coco's doing. I mean, she's the most recent Grand Slam winner. She's as fit as she ever has been. She's tightened up the forehand, which is where the errors were coming from. Always had a really good solid backhand. Great athlete, superb mover, and just got a real uh, sereneness about her. I mean, you know, she's never too flustered. Gets on with the job. Maturity beyond her years. Sabalenka, being flawless, uh, the door is absolutely open. But as we saw last year, after she won the Australian Open, she didn't advance past the semis of the other three. She got some really tight moments, uh, let leads slip, got the serving yips and just was missing a lot of balls. And sometimes that can, she can beat herself up, Arena Sabalenka. So, yeah, I'm, I'm liking Coco Goff um, to you know, possibly go all the way to the final here. And you mentioned the crowds. You talk to them, don't you, from um, 11 o'clock? So, or do you just give updates on the action? Do you actually tell people, hey, there's plenty of space on show court 15, <laughs> get out there when you're on the left speaker? What's your brief? Yeah, that's a bit of everything, Dwayne. Most importantly, to keep up, people up to date with the courts and, you know, if there's some good matches, uh, when, you know, the ground pass, as we know, gives you probably the best value at the tennis. So, yeah, a little bit of conductor as well, just to get people courtside. Mm. But uh, most importantly, Dwayne, just to pronounce those names right. That's, uh, that's the key part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the key part of our job all the time. And uh, it's always impossible to get them all right, especially when you ask one family member the pronunciation and they give it to you one way and then you ask another family True. member another way. BP, we're going to let you get away. I know you're about to get back on the microphone. So if you're heading to the Australian Open today uh, and you hear this familiar voice over the loudspeaker, it's Brett Phillips, SEN tennis superstar. Great to have you, BP. We'll talk soon. No, thank you, Dwayne. Pleasure. Brett Phillips joining us. Have you been to the tennis? Uh, what will you watch tomorrow night? So you've got... Tomorrow night, Alcaraz and Zverev, and the way it stands from last night, it probably will beat the Big Bash final. Sydney Sixers and the Brisbane Heat. The ratings for the Test cricket have been awesome, and we're about to get a day-nighter at the Gabba. But what have you been watching, and have you gravitated back to Djokovic after sort of not wanting to watch him and enjoy the brilliance of the man in the last couple of years? Have you gravitated back? And why are you watching more tennis than ever? one 736 736 Back to your calls straight after the break for more Midday Madness for Work Locker, Karen Downs and Packing and Workwear for wherever you work.